Welcome back. This is the Technologist Cares for your daily briefing for March 11th, 2019. My name is Kenneth Saunders III, and thank you for listening to this podcast. I definitely appreciate it, uh, but I appreciate it even more if you support it by listening to this on a daily basis. Make sure that you are subscribing to this wherever you're listening to this, and then also make sure that you are sharing this with everyone that you know. I really, really greatly appreciate it. So I hope everyone had a great weekend. I did. Uh, Saw Captain Marvel, and I got to tell you, if you are uh, in the least bit interested in seeing Avengers Endgame, you need to watch Captain Marvel and stay throughout the entire movie, including the credits. Now, I got to say this because Marvel has had 20 movies, and it's the 21st one that's come out, and they always lead things for the next movie. So don't 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 be like others who just can't sit through a couple minutes of credits. Because it's gonna make your the next movie that you watch even more enjoyable. But that's all I gotta say because I mean I, I, I think that yeah watch there's nothing wrong with watching the credits. Just listen to the music. You may be pleasantly surprised at the end. But Let's go ahead and actually really start this briefing. First up, we have Apple. Apple has announced their next event on March 25th. Yay! It's going to be held in at Apple Park at the Steve Jobs Theater. And what's expected? Oh, well, the only thing that I can tell you for sure, for sure, that before the event, right before the event, or during it, Apple is going to release iOS 12.2. And with this release, they're going to include support for perhaps something new. Can't say what it is, but it's going to be an exciting day, particularly for people who love Apple products, but then also just for the tech industry in general. Because we're still coming off a high from Samsung's release with their new Galaxy S10 and S10 Plus and S10e. And unfortunately, not everybody that pre-ordered their Samsung phones still don't have it. Yeah, they, they, they say that there are more people who, uh, they didn't expect so many people to pre-order their phones, so they're running behind. Again, shame on Samsung for making a bad experience for people who pre-ordered their phone. It's ridiculous. But next is that Tesla. Remember last week I told you that Tesla... Uh, is closing all their stores and they reduce the prices of their other vehicles. Well, today they reverse course. So they're not going to close their stores. They're going to keep them open. But in order to support the people who work at the stores, they are raising the price of the vehicles by 3%. Whatever, Tesla. I guess, whatever. Pass the extra costs on to the consumer. I don't know. I, I, but the, but the good thing is that the Model Three that's at thirty five thousand dollars right now, that stays the same price. So after tax incentives and savings on gas, it comes out to about twenty six thousand dollars. I think that's pretty awesome. Next up, we actually have Sprint. Sprint, uh, I gotta tell you, is totally awesome for doing this. And they have took they took out today a full page ad out in the New York Times blasting AT&T for the 5G service. 
or the 5G evolution service. And I gotta actually tell you, um, uh, this is great because they're basically calling AT&T out. So let me read you what they said in their in their in their ad. Dear wireless customers, while Sprint is working hard to deliver 5G and the first 5G smartphone in the U.S. AT&T is hard at work trying to convince you that they already won the race to 5G with something they call, quote, 5G evolution, unquote. This, that is simply untrue. Don't be fooled. 5G evolution is not, isn't new or true 5G. It is fake 5G. They would love for you to believe they are different, better. The truth is, AT&T is simply offering customers a nationwide 4G LTE network just like Sprint and all the other major car- major wireless carriers. It is not 5G. We have filed a, filed a lawsuit against AT&T demanding that they immediately end their false and deceptive marketing campaign. AT&T seems to be delighted by the depth and breadth of their deception. AT&T admitted that their company's 5GE advertising is strictly a narrative to outline how they want the world to work, not a reflection of today's reality. Wow! That is so powerful for another big company to attack somebody else, and particularly to take out an ad? That That's pretty huge. And, and, and think about this, right? I mean, because I've said from the very beginning that it is a lie. It's, it's not a misrepresentation. It's a freaking lie. And I've actually been, because I live here in, in Atlanta, that I've my phone actually has picked up the 5GE network. And if you have an iOS device in 12.2, you're going to get it too. Um, and I've only gotten speeds of 4 megabits per second, which is so totally slow. So totally slow. It, it doesn't represent 5G at all. And it is a shame and it's a travesty to the evolution of technology for AT&T to lie like this. So there is a lot of backlash on this. And it's great that Sprint is actually following up and doing something about it. Next up, we have Senator Elizabeth Warren, who is running for president in 2020. And she came out with a platform saying that she wants to break up the large tech companies. And she's basically saying, for, for instance, like Amazon, in order for that, they own their Amazon marketplace and then also sell Amazon basic products. She is in full belief that the companies should not be able to sell their own products on their site and undercut the competitors. Or like, for instance, with Apple, with their app store being able to sell their own apps on their store. She believes that the app store should be a separate company. And same thing with Google, with the Google Play uh, store. And now this is interesting because there is a certain level of backlash that's happening with Silicon Valley and, and the tech companies and how they, some are mismanaging your privacy and whatnot. And I have to say that I do not agree with Elizabeth Warren on this. And the reason why is that consumers really do have a choice of who to go with. And it is unfortunate that you don't have a whole lot of selection. But I do think that 
for consumers, you do need a safe place in order for you to be able to purchase your apps and your goods and stuff. You just have to. And whether or not NFC is really speaking of separating these companies to be completely independent or an, under an umbrella of the major companies, who knows? But the reality of it is, is that they're not too big because still you have competition and there's enough competition out there. Now, if it was just really just one company that doing it, that's a monopoly, then yeah, probably need to be broken up. Just like how AT&T was broken up back in the 1970s. But, hey, it's something that is getting an interest. And we'll see what other candidates on the Democratic side will do. And see whether or not they follow her lead. But speaking of breaking something up, robocalls. Yo, I know that everybody has gotten robocalls throughout the past year. And you know that it has increased. And there's not a whole lot that we can do. But fortunately, if you are a viewer of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, that's on HBO, last night's episode was about robocalls and really a good expose about it and specifically talked about how the FCC has not done enough in order to be able to break this up. And particularly the chairman, Ajit Pai, who I won't speak, he, he celebrated, in fact, that the FCC had lost the case fighting against robocalls. And he has the power right now as chairman to actually do something about it, but he's not doing it. He Because he's really anti, he's really anti-consumer. Since he's been chairman for the past couple of years, what has he done? So what John Oliver has done is that he's sitting out, his show is sitting out robocalls to all the chair people, chairpersons in the FCC with robocalls every 90 minutes and that's great because 60% of the complaints that the FCC gets is all about robocalls but yet the FCC our government which is supposed to represent us and work for us is not doing anything about it so we'll see what happens this week in particular for next week on the show on how successful with any reaction that they've gotten with these robocalls and I think that everybody should call the FCC to complain about it as well because they need to do something about it because what's happening is that people are not answering their phones anymore because of all the spoofing and stuff like that. I know it's affected me. And by doing that, it separates us even more from each other. And being able to hear somebody's voice, actually have voice communication, is about bringing humanity into technology, bringing us closer together. So hopefully they'll be able to do something about it. But in either case, this actually ends the briefing for March 11, 2019. My name is Kenneth Saunders III. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Please support my sponsors uh, for your travel needs. Please go to gosotravel.com. Register there so that you can get some absolutely great deals on your next trip. Thank you very much for listening and everyone have a great day.